Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fate Shifter podcast. My name is Esteban Baez, and together with Martin Alther, today we're going to be discussing the topic about business. Business is nothing else than making money and counting it. Hi, Martin. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing terrific, and I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So how how we get into it? Yeah, business is it, making money and counting money. <laughs> right, right. Is it really that simple? That's that's my question to you today. I guess let's talk about business. What is what do we consider a business? I mean, I know a lot of people are thinking about transitioning, especially because of all the changes in the world, about maybe starting a side hustle or a business. So maybe you can talk a little bit about what a business is and uh, and how, you know, like, you, you know, it seems very simple. It's nothing else than making money and counting it. What do you mean by that? Actually, what I say, because when you look at business, what is the core function of a business that we call it business. The core function is you make money with something and you count the money and it should at the end be in the in the black numbers, right? Not in the red ones. <laughs> and so actually business as such is nothing else than making money, revenues and counting it so that you know where you stand with your business. So more it's not, because if you don't have some revenues, if you don't make money, and if you cannot count money, it's a hobby. It's not a business. So many people still believe the most important thing around a business is the name or is is the is the purpose, is so many things which all are true, but to call it a business, it's nothing else then making revenues, making money, and counting it to know where you stand. So you really don't have a business when you're not earning consistent revenue. You pretty much have a hobby. Of course. Or tell me, what would you have if you do something and don't get money for it? How do you call that? <laughs> Charity. <laughs> for example. So it, to call it business, you must make money and you must be able to count it to see where you stand. means constant revenues. You have revenues on a, a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. Otherwise, it will not be a business because then it's in fact either a hobby or a charity, as you said, right? Okay. Okay. So how do we make sure that we transition? Let's say we, we opened up a business, but we really do it because it's what we love to do. So a lot of people start this way. They start a business because it was something that they love doing and they would actually do it for free, but they also need to survive. So they also need to earn revenue to, for the business to survive. What do you recommend to someone that is in that dilemma where they're doing something they love, but they're not earning quite enough money? Before I would love to answer that question, I like actually to put here something in place that it doesn't turn off some of those who listen or watch right now, because of course, the most important at the end, of course, for yourself is that it is purpose driven, that it's something you love to do, that it is something you really say, that is something I would stand up the rest of my life with a happy yoo-hoo every morning at six o'clock doing this and earning money with it. So of course it is the purpose and the higher purpose comes in here in an alignment to make then your business, but calling it a business, you must be able to make revenue, to count it and to know where you stand with your business. To your question, what 
what is for those people who transition now, for example, from a status as unemployed or employee to entrepreneur having an own business? Of course, you have in the beginning, you have a business idea. And then there are certain different ways of market it until the idea becomes a business. And there is a is an in-between stage where you are just actually trying to see, or you going to daily active, putting it out to see if what you put out is wanted and is something you can make later, in fact, a business from it. So there are, of course, these strategies that you, that you say, okay, I offer a free coaching. For example, when you start as a coach, you have made some, some deep um, experiences in your life that help other people to overcome similar situations because you know exactly how to deal with it, then you can help those people to come over that situation because you went through it, right? So then you have, of course, maybe in the beginning to help them first, let's say for free as a tactic, in the sense you help them a bit, you get in return, you get their testimonials, which is also kind of salary, but not yet money. But with these testimonials, you can prove to others, which is the social proof, you can prove to others, look, it works. These people have gone through my program. It really works. And so they are then also ready to pay for it. And then it becomes a business. So there is the stage of you're thinking about an idea. You have an idea. This idea aligns with your purpose and higher purpose. And then you put it to the people out there. And then while you put it out, it's still an idea of a business. And then when the first people start coming in to pay for your business, then it is a business and then it has become a business. So it's a good strategy to to start to, you got to, everything starts with an idea, Right. So once you have the idea, then you act on the idea and eventually that idea starts to generate revenue as you act on it. Exactly. And then when it um, generates revenues, then it is a business, especially when it starts to continuously generate revenues, right? And what often I see also when, when people are doing business, then they start to focus on the first moment on revenues, in fact. And then when the first revenues are coming in, they start to focus on everything else, but not anymore on revenues. And that is why I thought it is good to provoke a bit to say, hey, listen, keep in mind, business blood are revenues. So your business is only a business as long as you create revenue. So you should not forget to do daily or on a weekly basis, the things you did to generate revenues, you know, money generating activities, MGAs, you know, okay. and this money generating activities, you should constantly apply to your business in order to create new revenues. So there is a constant exchange of you doing the thing that is needed to generate revenues. So you keep your business running, which calls then at the end, a business. That's very clear to me, Martin. Thank you for sharing. So let's talk about let's talk about other struggles. Our viewers probably have a lot of questions. And as you know, I'm also an entrepreneur. So one of the struggles that I find uh, as an entrepreneur is figuring out ways to generate revenue with my own business. There's times that I don't know where my next client is going to come from or where the next, you know, the next big deal is going to come from. What do you recommend for people that find themselves constantly stuck in a cycle of uncertainty when it comes to revenue? That's a very good question. And actually, the question has two answers. The first answer is it's very simple to answer. And the second answer is it be it might become very difficult if you go into the second explanation. So I go first in the first one. The first one is very simple. What have you done to generate revenues in the very beginning? 
Where have you been gone to um, activate people to get interested into your offer? What have you constantly done until you had your first sale? And when you observe these actions you did, you can actually filter which action was the real action that brought you to the first sale. And this action, the most entrepreneurs, and that's very interesting, the most entrepreneurs stop doing that. They just have now one client, now they are happy, they have one client, they serve this client, but they stop doing the same action again. And after a while serving this client, they suddenly think, oh, where do I get my next client? And they start actually from scratch, inventing the wheel again, trying to find a new customer. Instead of just doing the same thing again, they did to generate that customer. And if, for example, it was like this, that you were in a network of people and in this network of people were, let's say, five to 10 people interested in your offer, one said yes, the others didn't say anything yet, you should go back to this network and you should generate the other eight and target them and figure out if one of these other eights are suddenly interested in your offer because you have not yet targeted them anymore or not ever. You know, sometimes you just had targeted until you had the first and then the other five you let on the side because you had now one and you said, mm, I don't want them all because I don't want to be overwhelmed. I want to try first how it works and I will keep them for later. And then suddenly it gets forgotten in your mind and you serve that person and suddenly you don't have clients anymore because you feel, oh, it's getting to the end now. Where do I get now the next? There where you got the first. So go back there, do the money generating activity. So observe very well which activities you do and which activities of your activities have led to a sale. And then you have constantly to repeat that. Actually, once a week, once a day, whatever is your, your um, need in your business, do it as often as you need it to have the revenues you expect to have. And then you always find it. Now, the other thing, some people start a business idea, call it already a business, do some free samples, getting their testimonials, but then never have gotten any other clients. Means they have not yet done the activities that led them to clients, right? So, of course, they have no clue where to get now a client because they got them for free. They were actually not targeting them as clients to pay. They target them as, hey, I do it for free for you. But then after that, they have to start to figure out what are the mechanisms and the techniques for their specific branch to get interested clients and where do they find them. And the first thing I uh, comes to my mind, of course, are the social medias because there are so many groups. And in these many, many groups, you find also groups that are dealing exactly with what you have to offer. And then you have to socialize. It's called social media. It's not called selling media. So you have to interact with them. You have to create a relationship. And by creating a relationship, it's like networking. By creating this relationship, then you might maybe place what you are doing. They might be interested. And then you make a sales if that works. Then you constantly have to repeat again. Do the same thing and convert the next, convert the next. So these are the two answers to this question. That's powerful. That's powerful. And I know, Martin, you do a lot of work when it comes to, to imprints and money imprints specifically. And um, I would like to bring this up because I understand that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, that have been entrepreneurs for years or people that are starting out, when they face a challenge or a difficulty regarding money, they give up or they quit or they get stuck only earning a certain amount of revenue. So let's talk about the people that get stuck specifically. They only make always in their business a certain amount and they can't scale past that. 
Uh, does that have to do with an imprint or is that just something else? There are, again, two answers. Of course, it can be something else. It can be strategy, which is not really properly followed, something that is in business techniques, not properly applied. That can be. But what I mostly see is often people have all that knowledge. They know actually what and how to do. And although it doesn't budge, although it doesn't work for them. And there I often say, look, there has to be something like either an imprint or a systemic entanglement that is holding them back. And I have actually exactly such clients again and again. And since I'm working with this self-transformation code I've invented 20 years ago, I work constantly on these imprints and systemic entanglements because these are the two things that are way deeper rooted than any mindset, than anything else you can imagine. Even behavioral techniques are way in a higher rank or let's say in a lower rank when it comes to really transform something. And when you really, really want to transform and shift something, then you have to go to the roots, which is in the brainstem where the imprints are located and into your energetical system where the systemic entanglement is located. And then you have really to transform there these points. And I often hear from entrepreneurs, yeah, then when I'm successful, then I'm going to do personal development. Guess what? It's never going to happen happen seeing you successful without doing personal development. Why? The simple truth is your life you experience is nothing else than a mirror from what you truly are. Means your business is nothing else than a mirror of what you truly are. So if you want to improve your business, you have to improve yourself means you have to get rid of what is holding you back. You have to transform what is holding you back. And since you can shift your fate, since we know that that if you get to the roots, you can shift your fate, then you know exactly, okay, if things are not budging, if I'm constantly stuck, if I have a barrier at that typical glass ceiling, I cannot break through, then I am in this specific situation where I have to transform something within in order to have them the reflection in the outside. It's not happening outside to you. It's happening within you, through you. And that is what you experience and in the outside. And that is why you have to transform it. I like that. I like that. The thing is not happening to me. It's happening through me. It puts the responsibility back on me. And it means that I can shift it. I can shift my fate. I can create a new future for myself if I act on it properly. So yeah, thank you, Martin. That's powerful. I think the, the challenge which comes in here is now, yeah, but how? How do I access these imprints? How do I access these systemic entanglements? Because specifically the systemic entanglements are something you might not even know that they exist because you don't feel them, you don't see them. They're not practically in front of you. They're just within your life since you are. So it's something like you are used to have it without seeing it. And so you believe it is like, that's something like my destiny. And, and to get out of this, you need a me method that helps you to identify if there is a systemic entanglement, to identify if there is an imprint and which imprint is there. Of course, to see if there must be something like a systemic entanglement or an imprint, you just have to look in your environment and how life reflects on you. And when you see there are things I try to change already so long and nothing happens, whatever I do, I've tried almost everything. Then you know there is for sure either an imprint or a systemic entanglement or even an epigenetics. But that would go now way too far to discuss that. But just to understand, then you need somebody helping you 
to shift your faith by accessing the imprints and the systemic entanglements and transforming them. And then the shift happens. Okay. So if you own a business or if you're thinking about owning a business, or if you started operating a business or an idea with the intention of, uh, of generating revenue, it's important to keep all these factors in mind that uh, there are strategies and techniques that you have to constantly apply. And I really like what you said today, Martin. You said that you always got to do what works. It seems like a lot of entrepreneurs stop doing what worked for them in the beginning. And I, I know I'm guilty of that. I get my first two, three clients, and then I'm like, well, I'm going to stop. Instead of doing the money, the money generating activities on a daily, as a daily practice. Absolutely. And it's so powerful. I mean, also for me, it was like, I would say now 15 years ago, I started to apply that. Um, I met that through a mentor of mine, Bodo Schäfer. He's a, a German guy and he was also very long in the US. And, and he was teaching me that concept of, hey, focus on what worked and then continue repeating that because when it worked, why you have to invent a new wheel? Do it. Just continue doing it and you will have revenues. And it immediately tripled my income within a few weeks. And that was so amazing, powerful that I didn't stop anymore doing that because that's the foundation of your business, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I like uh, defining business, like you said. Business is nothing more than making money and counting it. If you don't, if you're not making any money, then you don't have a business. You have a hobby or a charity. <laughs> That's very true. And it's also very sad because many people who have the dream of having a business, who are having the dream of being an entrepreneur, actually stop doing what they could do, stop shining where they could shine because they don't know what they actually systemically have to do in the sense of technically, and they don't know what they have to do on their personal improvement because actually creating a business and growing a business is creating techniques and creating on the same side also yourself. And if you do the both, your business can be only a success because then you grow into it. And by growing into it, the business grows and by growing the business and so on, it's like a feedback. And we have there another loop that is just going on. You grow, the business grows, you grow, the business grows, you go and so on and so on and so on. And you can really thrive into what you believe that is the right thing for you. And then when you have reached there, you just have to put things in place that are holding and repeating for you the same thing so you can go and do what is then as next step more important for you. So that is what I can recommend also to somebody who just starts now. I say, start to begin immediately improving yourself while also improving your business or your business idea and then bring it to the table, then grow it and then keep on rolling what, what works and do not leave that line as long as it works. And of course, find something which is aligned with your purpose and higher purpose. And there is also a huge difference between purpose and higher purpose. These are completely two different things. And if, if you can align that, then you are very powerful and then the success is yours, 100% sure. Thank you so much, Martin, and thank you, our audience, for watching. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to subscribe and to like it or share it, depending on the platform that you're in. We truly appreciate you watching or listening to this podcast. If you want to learn more about Martin Alther, simply visit Martin Alther, that's A-L-T-H-E-R-R -R dot 
com and you can learn more about Martin and his w- great work that that he does with, with with all the topics. If you want to learn more, just go back and listen to all of the episodes, the previous episodes that we have on all different topics relating to love and relationships, business and uh, personal development, like he said today, and having uh, breakthroughs and transformations. Martin, thank you so much for, for this podcast today. It's a pleasure. And of course, every time again and again, I love to have these conversations and sharing with the people out there in order that they can drive, that they can have their abundant and desired life they really expect actually to have and getting the techniques to get there because that's the most important thing, getting the techniques to get there. Awesome. So remember, everybody, you can definitely shift your fate and we'll catch you on the next episode. You know I